the H-1B guy here. And today, the H-1B guy news for the week ending March 6th, 2022. Today I'll cover record number of open jobs in March, EAD automatic extensions, USCIS recognition week, and USCIS improving case processing communication. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. And also by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? If your OPT is about to expire and you were not selected in the recent H-1B lottery, our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, I wanted to start off the news by mentioning next Wednesday, May the 11th, at 3 p.m. Eastern, I'll be joined by Mob Squad CEO Arv Kamani for a discussion on Mob Squad's solutions and service offerings that they provide to high-skilled immigrants around the world. On May 3rd, 2022, in an article written by Hope King for Axios titled, U.S. Job Openings Reach Record in March, quote, a record 4.5 million people quit their job in March, while the number of job openings in the U.S. reached a new high. Why it matters? Workers, aware of their advantage, are continuing to ask and receive higher wages, which in turn continues to help prop up inflation, already at its highest point in 40 years. State of play? Well, job openings reached a new high of 11.5 million by the end of March, which means there are now two job openings for every unemployed person. Yes, but this could be the peak of the hot job market, said Ron Hetrick, senior economist for MC Burning Glass, wrote in a note today. With GDP declining in the first quarter, it would make sense for the job market to cool off in the near future. I'm not sure which number is more staggering. 4.5 million people quit their job in March or the fact that 11.5 million open jobs were also in March. The article describes the talent gap as two jobs for every one unemployed person. The hiring frenzy that began in the beginning of 2021 hasn't stopped. I do believe we'll see a significant increase in contingency staffing as employers attempt to ramp up projects dedicated to ongoing transformation initiatives over the last half of the year. Where are we going to gain more human capital to fill these open jobs and close the gap? I have a few ideas. 
Do you have any guesses as to what they are? On May 3rd, 2022, in a news release on USCIS.gov titled USCIS Increases Automatic Extension Period of Work Permits for Certain Applicants. Quote, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services announced a temporary final rule that increases the automatic extension period for employment authorization and employment authorization documents available to certain EAD renewal applicants up to 540 days. The increase will be effective immediately on May 4th, 2022, will help avoid gaps in employment for non-citizens with pending EAD renewal applications and stabilize the continuity of operations for U.S. employers. As USCIS works to address pending EAD caseloads, the agency has determined the current 180-day automatic extension for employment authorization is currently insufficient, said USCIS Director Er Jadu. This temporary rule will provide those non-citizens otherwise eligible for the automatic extension an opportunity to maintain employment and provide critical support for their families while avoiding further disruption for U.S. employers. The TFR, which only applies to those EAD categories currently eligible for an automatic extension up to 180 days, will temporarily provide 360 days of additional automatic extension time to eligible applicants with a timely filed Form I-765 renewal application pending during the 18-month period after publication of the TFR while USCIS continues to work through pending caseloads that were exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. Non-citizens with a pending EAD renewal application whose 180-day automatic extension has lapsed and whose EAD has expired will be granted an additional period of employment authorization and EAD validity beginning on May 4th, 2022, lasting up to 540 days from the expiration date of their EAD, such that they may resume employment if they are still within the 540-day automatic extension period and are otherwise eligible. Non-citizens with a pending renewal application still covered under the 180-day automatic extension will be granted an additional up to 360-day extension for a total of 540 days past the expiration date of the current EAD. Non-citizens with pending renewal application and valid EAD on May 4, 2022, or who timely file an EAD renewal application before October 27, 2023, will be granted an automatic extension of up to 540 days if their EAD expires before the renewal application is processed. Well, there is a lot to unpack here in this news release, but this TPR comes as very welcome news for the 17 EAD categories that are eligible for the automatic extension and their employers. Those EAD eligibility categories for the automatic extensions are A3, A5, A7, A8, A10, A12, A17, A18, C8, C9, C10, C16, C19, C20, C22, C24, and C31. For HR and staffing professionals, The EAD is one of the most confusing work authorization types that exist. The issue comes down to the extensions uh, based on the renewals. 
and whether or not an individual needs to have a card in hand or whether or not receipt is sufficient. The atrocious processing delays that have been witnessed and experienced that have included loss of employment at the hands of USCIS is not something that should be ignored. The continued use of COVID-19 as an excuse for the lack of processing with USCIS needs to end. I am hopeful that they will resolve their issues by October 27th, 2023, if not sooner. On May 3rd, 2022, in another news release on USCIS.gov titled USCIS Celebrates Public Service Recognition Week. Quote, hiring new personnel and increasing employee morale are top agency priorities. Additionally, increasing employee morale and hiring is among Director Jadu's top priorities. In the coming months, USCIS will hire more than 4,400 additional staff to help us carry out our USCIS mission. With the goal to onboard 95% of authorized positions by December 31st, 2022, all USCIS program offices and directorates are working together to promote high-performing employees and attract new talent. USCIS is also implementing a multifaceted workforce engagement plan aimed at improving employee morale and giving employees a voice in shaping the agency for the future. USCIS is honoring its dedicated workforce during Public Service Recognition Week, May 1st through May 7th. Quote, USCIS employees are doing important work to uphold America's promise as a nation of welcome and possibility, said USCIS Director Urshadu. Today and every day, we recognize our dedicated workforce for their commitment and resiliency during challenging times, and we thank them for their steadfast service to the nation. I'm proud of the tireless work the thousands of USCIS employees are doing to respond to humanitarian crisis, break down barriers in the immigration system, increase access to eligible immigration benefits, promote efficiency, and reduce our processing times and welcome new citizens. This is an excellent reminder of the systemic toxic culture that has existed within the walls of USCIS for almost a decade. And it only got progressively worse under the Trump administration. I've discussed the challenge facing USCIS Director Urjadu and changing the culture with USCIS many times in the last year. It's very easy for me to identify flaws and continually call out USCIS on their faults, but I do want to acknowledge the challenges that they have faced and the antiquated technologies that they've had to work with. Again, I do remain hopeful that they will continue to make every effort to grow their staff and leverage technology to increase their processing capabilities. On May 5th, 2022, in another news release on USCIS.gov titled USCIS Simplifying and Proving Communication of Case Processing Data. Quote, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services announced changes to simplify and improve how the agency communicates case processing time data to the public. As part of an agency-wide commitment to improve transparency, efficiency, and customer service, the changes also make it easier for individuals to get an immediate answer on when they can make an inquiry into their case. USCIS is committed to listening to applicants and stakeholders and continually improving our services, said USCIS Director Urshadu. 
This is an important step and by no means the last in improving clarity and transparency of USCIS data for the public. Users can now immediately find the processing time information for their particular type of case rather than seeing an aggregate of all related case types. Additional changes include adding drop-down options for form categories will help narrow results to only the processing times that are relevant to a case and help a user understand their particular situation. Adding a case inquiry tool where the user can insert their receipt date and get an immediate answer on whether they should contact us with questions about their particular case. If so, benefit requesters will be provided a link to submit a case inquiry online. Displaying a single 80th percentile processing time rather than a range to simplify the information provided and improve the ability of users to estimate how long it will likely take USCIS to process a benefit request. And revising, streamlining, and adding more content to the processing time web pages to increase transparency, including a new frequently asked questions page and an improved more information page. Processing times are meant to be used as a reference point rather than an absolute measure of how long it will take to process a particular case. Each case is unique and some cases take longer than others to process depending on the facts of the particular case. One of the most frequent complaints about USCIS is the inability of a beneficiary to get an update on their case. This is another piece of very welcome news from USCIS concerning their emphasis on improving their communication and transparency to their customers. The anxiety that's felt by high-skilled immigrants that occurs during their visa application process will always exist, but it's great to see four separate initiatives from USCIS to help combat it. Now, if they would only increase their electronic filing capabilities across more visa categories. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending May 6, 2022, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the audio plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Sedesis and Path to Canada are your answers. To find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Sedesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your cost and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And also by Mob Squad. Mob Squad has a senior full stack developer role that they wanted me to highlight. And in this role, you'll be part of a Canadian based team working remotely within a leading US tech startup. In order to qualify, you must have at least five years of experience building and delivering user-friendly software for B2B SaaS-based products and platforms using JavaScript, TypeScript, React, and Python or Node. MobSquad offers top-tier salaries, generous benefits, and state-of-the-art offices in four of Canada's major cities. Whether you're looking to stay with your current US company or you wanna find a new opportunity like the senior full-stack developer, Please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you 
via the link in the description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.